I'm stirred to, to see you and to feel your presence and your worship spirit. And I, I just feel like my job today, I, I know that we can, we can be pretty pointed and I understand that, but uh, I, I don't feel like God called me to just be everybody's, you know, uh, just some nice guy to everybody. I feel like a prophetic spirit and I feel like a pastoral and a bishop. My, my job, I feel like is to fight the devil for you. I feel like I ought to call him out and name him and say, get your dirty hands off of my people. Hallelujah. Let my people go. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to fight for you. Amen. And sometimes you think I'm fighting you and I'm, that's not what it's about. I'm fighting those spirits and attitudes and demons that come around and want to pull you down again and take your joy and your peace and your health and, and mess up your family life. And that's what I'm out. That's what I'm after. Amen. You know, you know, when the, when the Israel, I know you're standing, but I got to stand longer than that. If you, if you're sick or crippled or something, you can be seated. It don't matter. But, but, but there's just a little thought here. Uh, some people on that independent spirit, I'll do what I want to, I'll come to church when I want to, preacher, don't say anything to me, I'm my own boss, you know, all of, all of that. You know, when, when Israel came out of Egypt, out of bondage, they couldn't fight, they had a lot of, they had a lot of old folks and they had young, and, and so the Bible says when they got near where the Amalekites or Amalekites or whatever you want to call them, uh, that, that, that they didn't want them, they said, we just want to cross your land, we just want to pass through. We, we, you know, we, we, we won't take of anything. We won't partake. We just want to pass through on the highway. There was a Malachite said, nope, you're not coming through. Let me tell you, there's a spirit in this world that don't like you, Brother John. And by the way, Jesus said, you'll be hated of all men. By, by the way, all of you that want to get along with everybody and be happy with everybody and, and just be buddies and you'll try to act like everybody just to, listen, Jesus already said they're going to hate you because they hated me. You know why you're different? You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. So quit trying to be like the world and be as close like them as you can. So this is some more of that stuff I'm trying to help you with. But those Amalekites said, no, no, we're not letting you come through because we don't like you. We've heard about you folks. And they said, we just want to come through. Well, they did come through. But you know what the Amalekites did? The Bible said that they they slipped around and they got the stragglers and they got the people on the fringes and on the edge. I, I read that for years, Sister Jan, and never got that message until it hadn't been too long ago. Amen. But I thought, boy, those mean Amalekites. And God said, I'm going to get them. You just, just go ahead. I, there'll be a time. And he did. He told Saul, he said, I want you to slay them. I want you to kill them all. Don't he? And, and kill their dogs and their cows. Kill everything they got. That's what see them because it's a type, that's a type of sin. You toy around and I'm preaching already. Play around with sin and oh, I can handle it and I can smoke a little and cuss a little and drink a little. No, no, you, you know what? That's where people don't understand standards. You know, separate yourself from that because it's like a cancer. It'll keep growing. And they'll have little ones, all right? They'll produce more sin. And after a while, it'll be as big as ever, amen? And so God said, I'm gonna get them and that's what he did. But I got to thinking of that a little bit different, Brother J.D. I got to think a little bit different. I thought, boy, those mean Amalekites, they didn't love God's people. But I got to thinking, I said, you know what? Look at the ones they got. Let, let's, let's look at it a little more productive. They got the fringe people. They got the stragglers. They got the people way out on the edge. And I thought, what's somebody want to get on the edge for? 
all those Brother Ruckos people on their friends, they ought to got in the middle. So if you're, a, if you're an independent, if you're like, oh, I'm, uh, I, you know, I do my own deal, I make my own, listen, you better watch out out there. What, what are you preaching? I'm preaching, folks, I'm preaching, you need, get, you need to get right in the big middle of what God is doing. Amen. Where the enemy, he's out on the fringe. He's picking people off out there. He's never stopped. Amen. He'll drag you down when you get separated. You need to get in the middle of what God is doing. Let, let, let's be the whole, all the way, whole hog or none. Let's get in here where the enemy can't get to us. If he gets to me, you know what? Here's how you got it. If he gets to me, he got to come through Brother Green first. He got to come through Brother Thompson and Chad and he's got to come through Sister Green's prayers and he's got to come through your prayers and your prayers and your shouts and your prayers. He got a ways to go before he gets to me. Makes sense, don't it? Don't hang around on the edge. Every kind of doctrine and teaching and false teaching and all kinds of stuff out there and we're just all susceptible to it. That's why you better be careful when you turn the TV set on and you start listening to preachers. Their whole deal is to gather in more money and more money. I'm not, I'm not naming all of them that way. I'm sure there's probably good stuff out there. Amen. But you better watch out. Amen. You better get you something. Amen. It's tangible. Amen. You find you a preacher, you walk up there and say, I want to ask you what you're preaching about. I want you to tell me about it. Okay, we'll do that. You can't do that to the TV preachers. They just say, send your money and God bless you. You know. I'm fighting the devil for you. <laughs> the book of John, God bless you, love you. Hallelujah. Book of John, you men just act like you'd never heard this before. Couldn't get away from it. Could you, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite leave it, and I'm not going to try to teach some deep uh, message today. I was telling some of, the, some of the guys, Brother Jerry and Brother Jason yesterday, I said, it, it seems like some preachers, and we're susceptible to this. We, we kind of fall into that. We, we, we feel like that sometimes that we have to have something deep and revelatory and, and nobody knows about it. It's something brand new. You know, I, I, I'm totally there. And that maybe that impresses us. Look, ooh, listen to that. And, you know, in two or three different languages. And, and, uh, but I'm, I'm going to tell you how I feel. I feel like the simplest stuff, if it's God's word, Oh, it's powerful. If it's the simplest thoughts, oh, it's power. Jesus, that's how Jesus preached. Use parables. Amen. Seed in the ground, lost lamb, simplest stuff. You ever get those concepts, get to thinking about them, it's, it's, it'll change your life. John 14, John, St. John 14, and uh, verse number 12. Just one verse here. And again, it's just a simple thought. Amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. This is Jesus speaking here right now, all right? And I like, this is where we're going to take our text. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. Let me say that again. Amen. I'm just going to, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. I just want to preach, amen, my, I have a one-word title. It's just simply greater. 
Amen. Greater. Let's put our Bibles down. Clap our hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Greater works that catches my attention. Not only we just be up to par with Jesus, which is a far piece from where most of us live, just getting up to where he is. But no, no, no. He went beyond that. It's amazing how the scripture brings out things. He wants us to know how powerful we are with the Holy Ghost, which is God. Amen. Remember Jesus said, I am with you now, but I shall be in you the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you know who Jesus is? Amen. And, you know, that he is in us. Amen. He was God manifest in the flesh. Then he went back to the Father or went back to the Spirit. And he said, I'm going to send the Comforter. I'm going to be with you and live. This is what happened. Amen. But he, but he simply said, you're going to have power not to just do what I'm doing, but you're going to do greater works than what I'm doing. It seemed like they were like ooing and aahing about all of this powerful stuff that Jesus was doing, but he just said, hey, you know, you, you're going to be able to do this and greater works. Now, some of us are going to have to adjust our thinking. We're going to have to take you know, we're going to have to, you know, take inventory again and say, hey, wait a minute, I have to, that's okay if you have to take a little while to think about that. Amen, but I'm telling you, amen, this powerful gift, this promise from the Father, amen, that he promised to whosoever will, amen. It started on the day of Pentecost. It was the birth of the church. This was something bigger than most of us can imagine. Hallelujah. Amen. When you, when you talk about greater, it simply means larger. It seems, it, it, it means bigger. Amen. Bigger things can be done. Amen. This will do more than changing churches. This will do more than voting the pastor out and putting some nice guy in that you like better. No, 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 no. We're talking about what the Holy Ghost will do in an individual's life. I know that we're humans. I know that we're, we live in the flesh. We contend with things, temptations and tests and trials. And as far as I can see, we always will until we get a new body, all right? As long as we live in this world, world, there will be trials, there will be tests, and there will be disappointments, and there will be discouragements, and there will be letdowns, amen. What was it Peter said? Think it not strange when the fiery darts and the trials, don't, don't think that's anything weird or strange, it happens to everybody, but we have power, amen. Sometimes we don't have enough power to do much more than just keep on going, we don't have much more power, amen, than to just continue to be faithful and loyal and keep a good spirit. But let me tell you something. That's something right there, folks. Amen. In the middle of your test, if you keep your head on straight, amen, if you'll just keep showing up, amen. You know, we, we think that we have to do a lot of big things, amen, to qualify for leadership or ministry. No, 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 no. I, I have a theme or a thought that I've preached for years. Just show up. This is a God church. This is, not a, this is not a Charlie Curry church or a Brother Green church or a Brother Thompson. No, no, this is a Jesus church. It's all about him. It's not about my performance. 
Amen. But it's about him and who he is and what he will do for an individual that just is faithful and loyal. Amen. I'm not going to give up. Well, that's wonderful. You just made about a hundred mile leap right then. Uh, you, you know, we give ourselves the opportunity and the option to do all kinds of things. We, we talked about it here. Amen. I think it was on Thursday night. Here's what we do. We make our decisions, whatever it is. And then we go to pray. We pray like we ain't never prayed before and we just made the decision. And our whole deal, we're trying to convince God to see it our way and we call it prayer. It's kind of like the guy that said he got the call to go pastor a church somewhere. He told his wife, he said, I'll pray while you go pack. <laughs> no, 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 Let, let's wait on the packing part. Let's pray and let's find out what God really is saying about this situation. That, but that's how we do it. That's how our human mind and our nature works. And that's the biggest test that any of us will ever have. It won't be the devil with horns and a pitchfork. It's this human nature. Amen. This un, it hadn't been reborn yet sometimes. If it has, it needs to be born again and reborn. That's why we have to pray through again. That's why we keep coming to church. That's why we beat a path to this altar because we're battling with this human nature that always sees it different from God. Hallelujah. Greater. Oh, that's it. Bigger. Larger. Hallelujah. Here's where we have to ask the right question too here. Who was it that would do greater works than Jesus? Who, who's he talking to here? If you read that little scripture, you'll find out he was talking to believers. That's why we don't let anybody, we don't need to let anybody mess with our faith. You're not getting my faith, devil. You're not getting that. I'm gonna keep on believing. Hallelujah. He said, he that believeth on me. That's what faith, isn't it? He that believeth on me. These works he's gonna do and greater works shall he. I'm being plain and, and I'm going slow and uh, intentionally here today. Amen, amen. Listen, listen, this promise was not to prophets, to bishops, to Bible scholars. No, 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 no. This was a promise to believers. That's almost like the lowest level you can get. That's the first step in it. I'm a believer. No, no, that's where the promise came to. You'll do works greater than I'm doing is what Jesus said. Hallelujah. I can't even begin to tell you how valuable and how powerful and how life-changing faith is to an individual. You get faith in your spirit and in your heart. Woo, hallelujah. Mm. Remember, the, remember the faith chapter? Amen, Hebrews chapter 11, now faith. It's the substance, oh, it's something, it's a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that you can't see. You see, see, we, we think this is it. Man, I can touch and I can feel. and that's a, No, no, no. Let me tell you something. There's a supernatural, spiritual world out there. It's just as real, if not more so, than our human natural world. Amen. And it's real and it's there. I see Brother Woody here, he's doing my electrical work over here. I'd look to him for anything to do with electricity. I know that it shocks about as far as I go. 
with, but he could explain those things. Listen, do you know there's electricity running throughout this building right now in the walls of this building? There's wires all around up here. Can't see it. But there's appliances around like vacuum cleaners and, and, and lights and all kind of stuff. Then you find you a receptacle because it's wired good and right because some electrician did it and helped us with this, you plug in, you can get some juice out of there. You get you a bobby pin or some kind of screwdriver or metal and you could, you could get more than that out of there. I, I used to mess around with electricity and I'd tell people, say, well, you, know, you know what you know? I said, no, but I said, if my eyes light up, tilt, I said, then you know what happened. You know, like the old pinball machines, Remember? You know, so so the so the the the, the fire is there, amen. The energy is there. It's just like it is in the spirit world. I used to do it like a, you know, I don't know what kind of antenna you use now. You put a little portable TV set in here. Do you know there's pictures going all through here? You know that ought to be that ought to tell us that there's a spiritual world out there somewhere. I'm not saying the pictures are spiritual. I'm just saying, you know, if 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 you could plug in a little mechanism adjust the antenna, turn that thing on. You get all kind of programs. You get things from around the world. It's already there. You just can't see it until you get the right connection and the right hookup. Let me tell you something. You get to believing in Jesus. I know that's weird and it's far out. And like, Man, they're way out in left field. They off the deep end. Yeah, you're right. We are. We are a peculiar people. We're a separated people. We're not like everybody else. Amen. Because you know, hallelujah, Amen, there's a spiritual world out there. Amen, did you ever get to talk, you ever get in really bad shape, you know, and you have a need, and you know, unfortunately, that's when we really pray good. You know, that's why I've always said, I felt more of the power of God in emergency rooms, morgues, on the side of the road. Amen, Brother Oakley, man, I prayed all the way down with your wife. Amen, I prayed all the way down. I didn't know who all was in the car. Amen, Last, Saturday, yesterday, a week ago, amen, a guy pulled out in front of them. Amen, literally, I got pictures. Amen, uh, Brother Thompson took pictures. They're the ones that called me. I just got back from Westminster, amen, and I just jumped in the car and rushed out, went the back roads and came up right where the wreck was. Man, there it was, man. I said, oh, my heart was way up here. Amen. But, but I felt when I began to talk to God about this, I said, these are wonderful people. Devil, you are not getting them. Amen. They've already come through all kind of hell. And then now the enemy's trying to take them away from us. Amen. I, but you know what? Hey, because of my faith, Brother Bryant, because of my faith, before I ever saw anything, before I ever got there, I felt the presence of the Lord. Amen. I felt my Holy Ghost, Sister Carol. I, I felt it. I, I felt it come around me. You know what he always tells us? Let me show you. Let me show you the difference. Amen. You, you can be seated. Listen, head on. Horrible. Bad. It can't be good. That's what my flesh was saying. Somebody's hurt bad. Somebody maybe even died here. And so that's what my flesh. But my Holy Ghost. Amen. He said, "It's it's going to be all right." 
That's how you can tell. You can always tell. The enemy and the flesh has a negative message. The church ain't gonna work. We're never gonna have revival. Amen. We're never gonna have the breakthrough we've been praying. That's, that's the flesh. That's how you can always tell that it is not God. So-and-so's not gonna get the Holy Ghost. Amen. Brother Jerry, they're not coming to this church. They don't like us anyway. They think we're just weird but you, you get to praying and talking to God. Oh, your Holy Ghost tells you a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Just keep holding on. Amen. Just keep praying the prayer of faith. Amen. You can move that mountain. You can open up that Red Sea. It's an impossible situation. I understand it, but there's nothing impossible with him. That's why we trust him. That's why we depend on him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's a big world out there that we can't see. And let me tell you something. All you smart folks, you can't figure it out either. Amen. And God's got it designed that way. You just humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Hallelujah. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Oh, you got any hope? Sure you do. Hallelujah. Amen. The evidence of things not seen. Woo. Hallelujah. It seems to me that most Christians, good people, I mean, somebody said they don't want to do right. Yeah, they do. They hear, they show up. They don't want to do right. Oh, yeah, you can't tell me that. My faith tells me a different story. If you got out of bed today, you made your way down, that, that's, that's something. Amen. So sure, I'm not having that you're a bad person, never going to do. I'm, I'm not. I've learned a few things about how the devil works. Yeah, hallelujah. But it seems like that there are Christians who are settling for less. Most of us are living far below what God paid for. He paid a, a great price. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're, be, we're living below our privileges we are satisfied with what we have. I'm in other words, don't rock the boat. Everything is going good. But Peter described something, man with the keys, amen. Uh, he, he described his experience with God. First Peter 1 and 8, if we have that scripture, just pop it up there. It's just kind of confusing for you. Know. He said, whom having not seen, you don't see it, it's invisible, you love. How can you do that? I don't even, I've never seen God. <laughs> but somehow other. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's not real. Hallelujah. In whom though now you see him not, again, there's a, you can't see him, yet you're a believer, you're believing. You rejoice with joy, and this is what you're supposed to do, joy unspeakable and full of glory. You, you think the world's gonna understand that and figure that out? We get happy about a God that we can't even see and we have never seen. That's what Peter said. This is scriptural. This is biblical. Hallelujah. We ought to decide whether we're gonna be believers or not. Remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Amen. Listen, let me, let me get down where we're living right now. The easiest decisions I have ever made were choices between right and wrong. Yeah. Whether I can attain that and hold on to that, you know, that's a whole other story. But, but my choices, God, this is what I'm trying to do. 
I'm trying to, so, so, so these choices were very, 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 very easy. I could see, I could easily see the difference between the two. That's easy to make a choice. I can, I can do that. No, good and evil stands in stark contrast. And so they, it's not hard to make a decision there. But the toughest choices I've ever encountered have been between good and best. And this is the greater message here. That's where I'm going right now. Oh, we're doing all right. We're doing pretty good. Well, I'm a, he didn't pay for you just to do all right. I got my car payment paid up. My mortgage, I made that this month. So it's all, listen, no, 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 no. Greater works than these shall ye do. I make enough money just to get by. We have a, we have a, a mentality of just getting by. That's what I did when I was in school. Horrible. How you doing, man? I'm getting by. You can probably tell that the way I speak and the way I teach. I'd do that different if I had it to, to do over again, Brother Thompson. Yes. Young people, listen, don't just get a, have a get by mentality. I want to be at the top of the class. Amen. I want to do greater works with God's help. Amen. I'll be able to do, I want to apply myself. You ever see a sports, like a football coach or a, you ever, oh, y'all, how's your team? Oh, they just kind of, are you happy with that? Well, yeah, just, we can just make, no. You don't win games and, and, and trophies. You don't, you, you, know, you don't go to the Super Bowl by being just average. You got the very best. You know, once in a while I watch a little football, a little basketball, and I see a play, baseball. I see a play. I, you know, years ago I went down, Cal Ripken was the shortstop. I hadn't really thought about it much, but, but somebody, I don't even know who they were playing, but we, were, we had really had good seats, and I, somebody hit a line drive out, uh, you know, a good little ways from Cal Ripken, and he just like made a dive, and he was like stretched out this high, all the way out, and he caught that ball. And I said, that is why they called him a professional. I mean, it was miraculous. It was like, look, do you think he got that way just, just by being happy to catch a ball that came right? Oh, I can catch this one. Oh, I got it. No, listen, he worked on the tough plays, the hard balls that were going 100 miles an hour, and he was in the wrong, but he got it. He wasn't satisfied with, what if the Christians, what if this church would say, you know what, we're not happy with a church that seats 275 or 260 people in it. We're not happy with it half full today. No, listen, there's people, well, you know why? Because there's sinners, there's people who are miserable out there. There's people who've never been in a service like we had here today and felt the presence of the Lord. Oh, there's folks who come and don't want it, I understand that. There's folks who just, listen, but there's folks, Sister Kim, who's never been to church here and I still remember people coming listen I don't know I hadn't figured all this out yet I guess again the power's in the clay the decision making right here God's willing that not willing that any should perish he's not just going and picking at you you can be saved you can't no 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 the choice is ours and I'm still, you know, other than that, I don't know why that, you know, in the same pew, there's people who think like, oh my God, I can't wait to get out of this place. These people are crazy. And on the same pew, there'll be somebody that says, I've been looking for this all of my life. This is the best thing I ever felt. Amen. You can't get rid of me. You can't run me off from this place. 
I've been looking for this and I found it. It's, it, it's, my, it's my pearl of great price. It's my treasure. Amen. So I'm going to sell everything and purchase that pearl. But that's the way it happens. But there are folks out there, they're going to be just like that when they walk in. Woo, this is awesome. <laughs> this praising, this shouting. You know what? Anybody can pick up on sincerity, amen, or insincerity. They can pick up on it. Well, Chad's preaching here the other, other week. He said, you know, drunks and kids and dogs, can't fool them. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared of, uh, I, I watch people, you know, that if kids don't like them and dogs don't like them and drunks. Drunk will just tell you just how it is. You know, and by the way, he said, if a kid tells you ugly, hey, you ugly. They tell you the, they tell you the truth. <laughs> they don't build up to it. I had something on, I had a t-shirt on or something the other day and, and, and Kyla said, ooh, nasty. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> they just tell you the truth. Amen, people walk in here and they may not say it verbally, but, but they can pick up whether you're really real or you're just playing around. Oh, I feel a real spirit in here. I feel a Holy Ghost spirit. We're not perfect. Nobody said we were perfect. Oh, but we're hungering. Amen. We're like David. Amen. We're people after God's own heart. Hey, David made all kind of mistakes. Listen, this may help somebody out right here. Man, I'd really like to be, but I can't do it. Listen, we can't either. I've been trying for about almost 50 years now. And I still mess up and I still say the wrong thing. And my thoughts are not totally pure all the time. And, and, and you know, these kind of things. I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to put myself down or the ministry. I'm just trying to make, put it in reach of some of us. We let the enemy deal with us in our flesh and talk us and, well, you couldn't do that because you're not perfect. Nobody in this church is perfect. Just keep showing up. You'll get better. Hallelujah, I used to say it's like starting the school in the first grade. You don't know that you don't know much. You think you're pretty sharp in the first grade. <laughs> then you make it to the second grade, third grade, and after a while you can read and you write and do all kind of stuff. And you, you almost think that you always, oh, you always, no, you didn't always know that. You had to start somewhere. Spiritually, it's the same way. Just come to church. Amen. I heard Brother Thompson teaching. I thought, you know, I saw the, the crowd kind of sparse, but I thought, you know what? This is helping people. You know, we're not running the aisles. We're not swinging off the chandeliers, but just this word coming forth. Amen. You just pick up a little. You, if you just pick up one thing, each service, you grow and you learn more and you get better. Amen. So just keep showing up. Bring your baggage, but just come show up. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's, let's, let's not settle for just good. Amen. Let's, let's say, God, I want, to, I want to be the very best. Hallelujah. Praise God. But those times that I did not settle for good and had to make a decision, I'm going to do better than this. I'm, going, I'm shooting for the best. The, the, these times have been defining moments in my life. But see, we're tempted to like, everything's fine. The wolf's not right at the door right now and Things are going along. We're tempted just to stay right there and be comfortable. That's the test. No, no, no. We're going we to launch out into the deep. We're going to cast our net on the other side of the boat. Even though we've toiled all night. That's what Peter said. It, just out of obedience. I preach that message. I pre, I'm a faith preacher, but I preach that. Amen. God filled the nets up. Amen. Or the net up. Amen. 
for people who didn't have any faith. They just did it out of obedience. So if your faith's not working, just obey. Just submit. Hallelujah. And that's, again, that's, just, that's a battle in itself. Peter said, Lord, we've toiled all night. And they were fishermen, by the way. And we've taken nothing. But he saw those eyes. He saw Jesus not giving. You ever have anybody tell you to do something, give you a directive? And, and they had authority and they had power over you. And they didn't have a big, no, no, they just kept looking at you. That's how I think it happened. I may be wrong on that. But, but, but Master, we've toiled all night. Jesus is looking at him. Oh, and nevertheless, <laughs> at your word, at your word, I'll, I'll just, I'll launch out into the deep. Amen. He's looking at us today. Amen. Are you happy with just average? You satisfied just because you're making it? Amen. Because the wolf's backed off just a little bit. No, 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 no. No, listen. Hey, we're going to nevertheless, Lord. Amen. We're going to launch out into the deep. I mean, just keep, I'm going to just keep this before us. We got a building to build out here, folks. Some kind of a building. Some, we got children. Amen. That need a Sunday school class. We got children that have never been here before. They'll be out there in church or Sunday school or wherever we have Sunday school. We're going to have facilities for people, hey, to come in here. But we're not going to do it being average. Somehow or other, we got to come up with some ways to raise some money. By the way, Sister Connie, let me just make a little commercial right now. What was that, 50 dozen? Fifth? 10 dozen, 10, 20, 40, 40 dozen at least every month. She's donating eggs. Her hens are starting to lay right now. They got a farm. Amen. They quit laying for a while. At the 40 dozen eggs. A week, she's donating the building fund. Guess what? I'm buying my eggs from her. Somebody said, well, they're a little high. So what? Hey, what? We're going to bless them. Hey, man, they don't tell them what's going to happen to you. You eat them blessed eggs. We're going to pray. You're going to go to the church. We're going to be, listen, there's ever, I can't imagine how much is going, what's going to start happening in your mind. I got to figure out a way to do this. Let me just show you something. We did with the men the other night. Just take a little break right here in the middle. Uh, Don't raise your hand, but how many of you drink Starbucks coffee? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> Dunkin' coffee, Dunkin' Donut coffee. Don't, I mean, I really had a bunch of hands. All of it's too high. Now, you know, Starbucks is a little high for me. $5 a, a cup of coffee. Hey, man. I, I, hey, I worked in the cotton field for $3 a day, Brother J.D. $3 for eight hours. It went to three fifty, and I thought, man, I'm in high cotton now. And the pay, so I'm, I go way back. I'm not asking you to be stingy like me, but I'm like, hey, we work hard for our money to give them $5 or four or five. Think about that. If you just got one cup a day for five days, five, 10, 15, 20, $25 a week right there. You don't, somebody said, I don't have $25 a week. Yeah, you do. You're just putting it in the wrong place. Go buy you, go buy you a pound of coffee and make your own coffee. And just when you go by Starbucks, not nothing against Starbucks, you just kind of like, hee, see you later. Mine's going right out there in that dirt, right out in there. That's where my money's going. Make some adjustments. You're already spending it. Hey, most of us end up broke at the end of the week or end of the month anyway. Just figure out where all it's going. See, you don't know where I'm going. I'm putting that, I'm stopping doing that, and I'm putting it over here. So it, usually you can work out some things that won't cost you any more than you're already spending and we'll get it. What are you talking about? I'm talking about not being average and not being happy with being average. I'm not happy to be broke all the time. I believe God's about to put something in this church.
He's about to bless us with greater works, greater works than these shall ye do. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I've been going a little while. Sister Melissa, if you'll just make your way on up here, I'm gonna start trying to, you know, get down on the runway. I can see the runway from here, all right? Amen. Listen, I'm, I'm just simply trying to get us to say, you know what, if the world does it, if the sports people do it, amen, if salespeople are like, we are not happy with this, we got, you know what, you plan on winning. You plan on doing, if you just, if you don't plan, then nothing's gonna happen. We're just gonna barely drag in, amen. If we keep doing the same old thing, we'll get the same old results. But I believe that we can just, amen, just crank it up just a little bit more. Amen. And it's going to show up. The world needs it. We, we, listen, we have the product, folks. Amen. We just have to present it right. Hallelujah. And I'm trusting a bunch of you stingy folks to pay $5 a dozen. Just throw that in while I'm, before I get totally off of that su- subject. I pay $5 because the money's going right out there. Right. Hallelujah. And they'll be healthy and be good for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. God's best demands us to do better. Right. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. When the first Passover took place in Egypt, first one, the death angel passed over. It broke the back of Pharaoh and all those Egyptians that had them bound. But Israel walked out of that country headed for a place they had only heard about. That's faith. That was faith in action. A tongue-tied preacher that thought it was all over for him on the backside of the desert. God spoke to him out of that burning bush. That's when it all started. But, but, but even before that, God heard their cries, heard their moaning, and heard their groan. Oh, God, help us. Let me tell you something. Most of us have too much pride to do that in public. But uh, but we have a cry coming from our heart, many of us, even in this room. But a desperate cry from a, a needy person. Yeah, that gets the attention of God right there. Not an angry cry. Amen. Not a mad, upset, hurt feet. No, no, no. No, a desperate cry. God, I just, I just really, I really need help. You think, here's where the Bible said the broken spirit, a contrite heart. God would in no wise turn away. That's why when you do that, amen, you just feel the presence of the Lord. You know, I, uh, so Sister Debbie called and, or, or either text messaged or emailed ever how she does it to everybody and said, don't go see pastor, don't go see bishop in the hospital. And I love every one of you, but you know when you're sick, and you're in pain, and you hadn't had anything to eat, and they won't give you nothing to eat. I really wasn't, couldn't entertain anybody too good. And so I'm laying in the hospital, and on that, I guess it was the day after the surgery, it was probably the fourth day, and they still wouldn't give me anything to eat. And uh, it was a guy came in there, I think I already told some of you this, came in there with the most beautiful bouquet of roses, dozen roses brought him in there and he was all smiles he said somebody really cares a lot about you sister Gregory it was my it was my little niece down in Louisiana 
that I just love dearly. She's a sweetheart. I mean, she's tough as nails, but they, but, but, but we've kind of had a little relationship for all these years, just a little sweetheart, grew up, got two kids of her own now. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you, I said, that goes both ways. I said, I really, really care a lot about this person too. Then I, I got to thinking about it, Sister High End, I'm, and I don't think I'm a crybaby and I don't think I weep too easy. And I, I'm a man. You don't, by the way, you don't have to be a sissy to be a Christian. I told my wife one time, I said, I don't think she's going to put something on my sore muscles and I wouldn't even let her put Ben Gay on me. That's how manly I am. I know I don't know none of that. <laughs> I ain't never been gay. <laughs> don't never plan on being gay. No offense to the gay people. We love every one of them, all right? They all need the Holy Ghost and God will help them get victory. And if they are a man, they were born that way, then they could become a man, all right? But I got to, I, I got to weeping all by myself. And here's and maybe this is weird to you, Sister Jan, but I got, to, I got emotional about it. I said, you know, my little, my little niece, little sweetheart, sent me some flowers. And I'm, you know, I'm a guy, you know, I'm flowering. Normally I don't pay a whole lot. Oh, they're pretty, you know, and then I'm moving on, you know. Ladies can really work, you know, they take on over them. Ooh, pretty, you know, but they were beautiful. But I thought, you know, there's people in this hospital. Nobody cares about them. There's people in pain, excruciating pain. Nobody's, my, my phone was lighting up text messages and emails and district board members and the superintendent and, and the secretary and people, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm texting them back. I'm fine. I'm doing good. Thanks for calling. Love you. You know, was it, but, but there's people who nobody cares about. And here I am with people sending me flowers. Brother Libby sent me a beautiful, beautiful bouquet of flowers. I brought them home with me. Called me and we ministered to each other with the phone. He said, you know, Kai, you know, you, you're busy. I said, no, I'll tell you what, Brother Libby, my schedule is just wide open right now. I said, you, we had a good laugh over that. I'm in the hospital bed. But people were checking on us. Cares for you. And I got emotional about it. Amen. Well, you got somebody that loves you too. But sometimes you have to slow down and God will give you some kind of sickness or some kind of hospital situation to get you to slow down to see that. And that's what happened to me. There's some benefits, folks, in you getting in trouble. There's benefits in things that slow you down and stop you. And I hope it gets you to be more thankful and more grateful for what you have. I think that's productive. Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, he talked to me again. And I said, you know, when I get out of here, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be praying a little more. I'm going to I'm be doing a few other things here that I hadn't been doing. You know, you, you, you get busy and you start ignoring some things. Like, oh, you know, I'm making it fine. Well, I'm not interested in doing just fine. I, I'm looking for a blowout, Holy Ghost, life-changing revival. Hallelujah, to break forth in this place. And you're a part of it, and you're a part of it. Hallelujah, let's stand together right now. Let's stand together. I'm not done, but I guess I need to just quit. Hallelujah, glory Jesus, feeling my Holy Ghost here. Oh, amen. Just like those Israelites 
that had never seen the promised land, but they went out following that tongue-tied preacher, has-been preacher, crossed the Red Sea, the whole deal. Amen. But it's kind of like it's a type of us. Amen. Heard about a place up ahead somewhere where there's no more sickness, no pain, no more disappointment, no more letdowns. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, here's the, here's the real difficulty in our decisions today. The, 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 the real difficulty is that all, that all this stuff that's good, it really is good. That's why, it makes, that's why the choice is so tough. And so I'm doing just fine. Nobody's saying that you're not. Amen. The difficulty is letting go of the good thing to get something much better. Always a price to pay. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with comfort, nothing wrong with security, nothing wrong with having nice things. Amen. No sin in, you know, possessing wealth and, 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 you know, nothing wrong with that at all. Amen. Amen. But, but, But these things can cause you to become complacent and comfortable. Because these good things tend to insulate us from risk. You know, I'm secure now. Amen. The, the, the whole point in this, in this principle is to, to be able to sacrifice what we are for what we could become. Don't settle for less. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able, watch this language, him who is able to do exceeding Abundantly, notice the words he's using here. Above all that we ask or think according to the power that works. You see, it's because of this power. That's why we in Pentecost say, you know what, first thing you need to do is get the Holy Ghost. That's why we don't do, we don't have much patience with accepting Christ as your personal Savior. There's nothing bad or horrible with that. I mean, that is the right direction, but, but you get started when you get filled up with the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Greater works than you shall do. Greater works than these. Excellent, immense, majestic, vast. And the words just keep on going. Powerful, grand, exalted. And I even like the word noticeable. The world's gonna see it and notice it when you just get out of that rut. Amen. We are going to believe the promises of God. We're gonna do it today. In our closing prayer here. All those who are be, you know, being tormented with a spirit of fear. Amen. You get ready. Get ready to be delivered today. Get ready. Worry and anxiety. This is the, this is the, the gifts and the blessings that God said he would do and give us. There's a spirit of loneliness. Amen. Amen. You may need more companionship. You may need more friends. That's what we're going to pray for today. Amen. Amen. There's something else here that we need to think about. There's a world, and we could spend some time on this. There is a spirit of distrust. Maybe we could say there is a spirit of suspicion. And it just, you know why? And people have a right, at least humanly and carnally, to have that. They've been done wrong before. They've been let down before. I understand that. Amen. I'm not trying to take up for everybody that messed you up. And No, no, no. So people are suspicious and they just, and, and then on top of that, people are unforgiving. Well, yeah, I know about a preacher that did this and, and then that. You know, I'm not going to fuss with you. I'm just simply saying, listen, there's always, there's always been counterfeit. 
But you know, I don't quit spending money if I can get money just because there's counterfeit out there. You ever get a, you know, you do change in a place, and I, I talk to people, they get the little little uh, pen out and they mark on it and they, or they hold it up and look at it. I always ask, do you ever get a bad one? Well, yeah, yeah, we get one more. I always kind of get nervous, you know, like, ooh, I hope that one's good. But we don't give up on $20 bills just because there are some bad ones out there. Neither do we give up on the gifts of God and the blessings of God and the power of God just because there are people who do wrong. Hallelujah. And we're gonna preach, amen, we're gonna believe, amen, against the spirit of unforgiveness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Peace in the place of fear. As a scripture, while you're standing, it's one of my favorites, Psalms 37. I'm gonna close with this. Amen, it's what you gotta do. And you'll figure out if you want it. It just depends on how hungry you are, how serious you're about the things of God. If you want just a little bit of Jesus and you wanna live that way, that way you can do anything you wanna do without conviction. If that's your, if that's what you want, that's, that's fine. I'm just simply saying there's much, 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 much more. There's more joy, there's more peace. And of course, there's more miracles needed. Listen, Psalms 37. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass. I'm closing with this right here. Whether and wither as the green herb. Now, here's where we're gonna start, verse three, and go down about five or six verses. And there's six or seven uh, directives in here. He just tells you this is what you do, all right? Watch what he says, verse three. Trust in the Lord and do good. I'm trying, God, you know, I'm keeping, that's all right, just, just, just keep trying, all right? Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou, so shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. You know, I'm gonna take care of you. Yes. It, it, whether you succeed or not, you'll get better at it the longer you go, but here's what you gotta do. You gotta, I'm gonna take care of you. Verse four, delight thyself. This will be a good worship message right here. Yes. Delight thyself. You know, we're just waiting on a certain thing to happen and me to win the lottery and, or whatever it happened, make me happy. No, no, no. He said, you just do that yourself. You just do like David at Ziklag. The Bible said he prayed, he encouraged himself in the Lord. I'm waiting on things to start getting right and good. No, don't wait on that. You can delight it. Delight thyself also in the Lord. You know what? He never ceases to be God in the storm. He didn't quit being good just because you didn't get a raise on your paycheck. He didn't stop being long-suffering and, and caring for you and loving you when your friend turned against you. No, no, no. Delight thyself. He didn't say in your friends and your buddies. No, no. Delight thyself also in the Lord. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He still loves us, still cares for us, still promises us good things. Amen. And he shall give thee the desires. You want, some, you want to get somewhere? Get happy with God. You know, we preach this, Brother Green, and we tell people, come on, let's shout. Come on, let's clap our hands. There's a reason for that. Amen. Amen. The joy of the Lord are being delighted in God. That's where our strength comes from. You know, I'm, I, you know I, just, I just don't care about doing the Pentecostal patty cake. I always tell people, smile. It improves your face value. And get out in the aisle. Hallelujah. Delight thyself in the Lord. He shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Oh, and here, getting stronger right here, right now. Amen. And some of y'all, just, you know, you may, it, buckle up. Amen. Commit thy way unto the Lord. 
We don't like the word. It's a bad word. Commit. Make a commitment. Because I want to. I may just change my mind. You know. Well, you might. Amen. But this is where you get the blessings. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Job made a commitment. He said, God, even though you slay me, I'm just going to keep on trusting you. Because it ain't about me. Hallelujah. Amen. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as noonday. And then he gets down to the good part. You got to get through all of this trust, do good, delight, commit, all this. And then he said, verse 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger, forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any way. Listen, just don't let things bother you. Just let it be like water on a duck's back. I don't know what you're gonna do, but I'm gonna come to church. I'm gonna keep believing in God. I'm going to keep shouting. I'm going to keep praising. I'm going to keep making my trips to the altar. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to show up on Thursday night if I can get here and find me a spot and kneel down and begin to talk to God. And then I'm going to rest and wait on God. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And then after I do these things, I'll just wait patiently. Amen. And greater things, those things I'm expecting, those things I keep looking for. Hallelujah. That's not going to come from my works. That's going to come from my, you know, just my steadfastness. Hallelujah. I'm hanging in here. I'm failing every time, every turn. I'm messing up. Amen. But I'm trusting God. And God promised me some things that I'm not going to let go of. Hallelujah. God, amen. We just trust today. We trust today that something was said, something powerful was spoken. And your sweet, wonderful, faithful, loyal, hungry people reached out and took a hold of it. Oh, hallelujah. They took it to heart today. Somebody in this room, amen. Their faith level has moved up. Their trust level has moved up, amen. And at some point, at some time in the near future, we're just believing that things are going to change and begin to take place, amen, not just for the better, but for the best, hallelujah. Greater things than these shall you do if you just keep believing me, if you keep trusting me, if you keep leaning on me, if you keep depending on me in the name of Jesus. We claim it. We claim it for your beautiful, wonderful people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let's give him thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I release that. I release it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, I'm gonna have to let you go, but I hate to do it. Oh, hallelujah, glory. I release it, I release it. Amen, the good things. Amen, there's gonna be people, I said it Thursday night, there's gonna be people come in here and sit on these feet. They're not ready to make the commitment that you've made. They They may not be willing to do a lot of stuff, but would you just like leave them alone? Would you just like leave them to God? That's why they're here. 
Amen. And watch God bless them. Amen. And bless them some more and touch them. Amen. Amen. But this is going to happen. Hallelujah. So you get ready. All you got to do is just be nice because they're already feeling the Holy Ghost. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Let's thank him one more time. One more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anything else? Anything else we're supposed to announce? Thank you, Sister Melissa. Hallelujah. Brother John, Sister Katie, y'all mind want to put you on the spot? You know, come up this, the baby is due this week. Hallelujah. I told you the church is growing. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Stretch forth your hand. We want all to go well. Amen. God, in the name of Jesus, we depend on you, Lord. We trust you, God. God, in advance, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for helping and blessing this couple today. Jesus, thank you, Lord. That's it. Come on, let's just release some more of that faith right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All is well. We call it done. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the help. Thank you for the protection. We give all the praise and all the glory to you, Lord. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Folks, listen. Just stay in touch. Stay close. Hey, listen, don't be a fringe person. Don't be afraid because you'll get picked off. There's a good chance to get picked off out there. If you've got a bad, ugly spirit, get victory over that. Delight yourself in the Lord. Get happy about it. Pull yourself up by your own bootstrap, so to speak. We've got to do this thing. We can't be average. We can't pray average. We can't preach average. We can't come to church average. We can't sing. Was that singing beautiful today? Y'all see, did y'all see Mandy on the keyboard? Mandy, little Mandy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Don't expect to be average. This is too much stuff going on in the kingdom of God. David Smith visited us the other night. We sat up till past midnight. He asked about a bunch of y'all. We got, we got him coming pretty soon. Don't have an exact date. Talked about a little little boy that was deaf in his ears, had some kind of disease eating up his eardrum and the parents brought him there and amen and prayed for him and the little boy began amen began to hear out of that one ear amen began to hear amen and just just listen listen somebody said what if we pray and nothing happens what if we pray and something does happen I do pray and things don't happen I just confess that no but, but once in a while we pray hallelujah sister Guadalupe I'm glad we prayed Amen. Got the little miracle right there. I'm glad we prayed. Hallelujah. He's not supposed to be here. According to the doctors, he's not supposed to be here. Hallelujah. So 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 you pray and you're like, well, what nothing. No, no, I did what I supposed to do. And then there'll be somebody come along and you'll pray and boom. It'll happen. I'm so glad we prayed. I'm so glad we prayed. Amen. I'm so glad we prayed in advance. God bless you. Love every one of you. Amen. Stay close to the church. 
Amen. Listen, come by and pray. It doesn't have to be a time when we're all praying. Amen. Work on your prayer life. Work on your shout. Plan on shouting and running the aisle. Plan before you get here. Amen. Plan on dancing.